The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Don't worry about me, and then somehow both of them didn't end up making it. Oh, yeah, dude, the patches are busy, man. That's right, tactical juggernauts. So, uh, well, hey, guys, thanks for coming on the old uh, the bro chat. So what were you going to say, Roku? I'm just excited to be on the bro chat. Yeah, so we're going to do a bunch of these. I talked to... Uh, Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> I talked to uh, Drago the other day. I was texting him. I was like, dude, you're going to be on the next one. The, uh, so here for everybody listening, we got uh, we got Vader obviously as usual. We've got Bender, the old business partner for Kodiak Shack, and then we've got Blade and Roku, the impetus for Kodiak Shack. Uh, they were the ones who created yeah. it, and I uh, wholeheartedly stole it. But uh, wait a minute, hashtag <laughs> first one to the name. So I uh, I own that. You're gonna have to buy that name off of me, big boy. <laughs> the uh, so Blade, how was Wake Island? Oh gosh. Well, <laughs> let's just say I was outnumbered by about 2 million rats and all I can see are yeah. your eyes. <laughs> if, if anybody that's went to Wake Island, the population is 86 people of which six are air force. One officer who's literally the base commander. He's like, I'm the notary, the sheriff, I'm everything. So <laughs> Whatever you want to happen, you can do on the island. I'm like, holy, all right. And uh, and then 80 contractors and 2 million rats. And so, and yeah, it was a, it was interesting nonetheless. How do they even get food and water and all that? Is it all like so contract bring, shipped in? Yeah, they bring an ATI 757 every two weeks to bring back and swap out personnel. And... So they're like, yeah, we got uh, spaghetti today, and then, uh, oh, we have spaghetti subs today and the next day, so you can tell that, that you know, a couple <laughs> days we're waiting on that new shipment, so, yeah. Sounds like Jordan. That's yeah. how Jordan was. We'd have spaghetti on Sunday and spaghetti subs on Tuesday. Dude, that was worse. Like, what? That, that's and two days old. Yeah. That sounds- well, with deployment, they definitely have more support out there, and, like, when we landed, they're like, it's more secluded and isolated than antarctica is and i was like oh all right (laughs) here we go yeah well the problem with jordan was we were there when they closed down the main dining facility so the dining facility was out of like a tent i remember i still remember vividly walking in there at 5 p.m with that crazy line and then people getting mad at us because we wanted to go we were going to step to fly a combat sortie and they yelled at us and said we couldn't cut the line only security forces could because they were uh, they were like 
protecting the mission base. Essential. Yeah, mission essential. Yeah, mission essential. And I was, I was like, cool. Uh, but yeah, the dinner was uh, French fries, fried shrimp, and gravy was the whole dinner. And I was like, who makes this food? Where are you from? Yeah, it was two entrees and a side. Yeah. And the entree was the fried chicken, or the whatever it was. And yeah, the gravy French was shrimp. the other, like, yeah. entree. Oh, so bad. Appreciate that. Did, was there still Frank like. It was an entree? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that you could only have, like, a three-minute shower because they're, like, limited water and stuff. Was that still a thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. The uh, Chief Klein, oh. I still remember. <laughs> he would walk up. And he would walk by people who are taking too long of showers and he go, Hey, this is chief Klein. Turn off your shower. And <laughs> we'd keep on walking. I loved it. He, uh, I, I was, I liked him because he wasn't my boss. That was the only reason if he was my boss, I probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have enjoyed him. Uh, but uh, Hey, thank you for your service. That's right. <laughs> thank you. Oh yeah. Hey Roku, are where are you guys still in Columbus? Or are you guys out of there yet? We're leaving Columbus uh, next week, next okay. Friday, this Friday coming up. Yeah. Nice. nice. That'll be good. Yeah. I managed to get orders um, like a year early. I got separation orders a year early and I got 74 days of leave approved. <laughs> nice. So I'm, I'm leaving town next week and then we're going to, we're, mo- we're moving to Birmingham. That's good. You guys get a place. awesome spot uh, it's close to her parents house did we got a, we got a pretty pretty great which will be nice for the for the kids and family but it's uh it's been a transition you can't what is that um it's been a transition you know it's uh i don't know the skillbridge thing is hopefully it'll be great hopefully it'll be a great thing uh i've heard good and bad things you know companies hire guys like a guy worked for um not John or John. It was John Deere. John Deere, but then like wasn't offered the job afterwards. So that's a little scary. But yeah. it gets me out into the business world, you know, under Air Force salary. So so I'm not a lot. Basically, you know, who sets up that that job on the company yet? Is that on you to uh, to get a company that's going to sponsor your skill bridge, or does the Air Force help with that? No, it's on me. Yeah. Just, just got to call Elon Musk. It's on me, and it's been it's been a little. Di- uh, yeah. Uh, it, if you want to go a different route, other, I mean, it's a good. I mean, it's good. Than what the traditional pilot does in the Air Force, you know, it's worth it. The kind of just the work ethic and quality a military member has showing up into corporate America with their drive. Yeah, it's good. I heard you you blew the socks off of the uh, the pilot training when you showed up with a uh, kind of a fighter pilot fighter squadron drive to the uh, the pilot training base. They were they were pretty impressed with that. The uh, we're having some uh, some Roku recording issues. Remember, just refresh that page. Don't close it, or that's going to ruin your recording. The uh, I was actually oh, I thinking was about yelling, I was yelling at my child. <laughs> That's great. You we don't want to cut that out. You don't want to immortalize that. So the uh, so Blade and Roku, you guys got to tell the story. Obviously, I told the story. I probably told it terribly. So Kodiak Shack, how do you guys view that it began and the phrase became reality? Uh, I mean, I think a little bit is Blitz Norman because <laughs> Blitz Norman, <laughs> right? Like he, I think he kind of helped us invent the shack to where you know we're an MQT and we're in an academics and they're like 
he's like blade and roku okay like what are you gonna say if you're spiked from this heading and you're at this altitude like go and we're you know we're like we want to be that tactical guy let's let's riddle this off right away and so we do and then he's like shack and so we're like nice let's copy this guy he's like a patch he's tactical and so we're like shack so you know the next thing we know we're going around asking people you know tactical questions and they're they're getting them right and we're like shack shack and then it was just you know obviously the shack for the whole year and then i think you hit the kodiak right when obviously we're in alaska and then after i'm running away from bears in alaska <laughs> smoking i'm like this is a full-up Kodiak right here. And so. <laughs> so they they do this thing in law school called cold calling on people, and so you you will know the day before if you're going to get cold called. But basically, that's what Blitz would do to you. Yeah, you'd be sitting there in the brief, just kind of dozing off, and then he would just cold call you. New Jack, hit me with your hit me with your notch back. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the best part was any weapons officers any weapons officers academics before and after Blitz was you show up and you get taught blitz's weapons academics was like everyone is in the vault studying everything they're supposed to be learning because they know they're just going to get these cold calls and you're like oh man like yep. i'm going to ruin this yeah shout out to blitz where is blitz yeah i know i don't know he's uh he was in texas last time i heard he was at some school yeah isn't he at school or something school yeah he was at was he at the george bush uh school of uh political science or whatever in Austin <laughs> maybe <laughs> wouldn't surprise me yeah. probably oh, that's man. a uh, that's a AC, ACSE school yeah he was uh man I tell you what though we had a good we had a good crew of patches coming through I mean but from Jikdo Voodoo for a little while and then Blitz that's good that's some good audio the uh yeah I, I remember that story differently I remember I was going through the iPlug and you guys were with Blitz and he would ask me the question, and I would wholesale pork it away. And he'd be like, freaking Bender, you idiot. Blade, what's this? And Blade would like rattle it off. Like, yeah. God. Because they memorized terrible. it. They were pretty much, they yeah. were just like regurgitating the exact words Blitz said. It was amazing. It was Iowa. Yeah, that's pretty because impressive. the this only is... thing we could do in Masawa, Japan, was go home and read or just like <laughs> stay in the vault and just read three dash one because nothing else to do in, in northern japan yeah and we had no friends yeah. it's we had no kids or a wife or fedora on your first day in the squadron i remember that the uh well what what did uh what did blade drive in japan <laughs> well that was the funny well i had three vehicles and i was thinking <laughs> that they remember when the guys took the photo of the cedric where it was like Cedric a felon yeah <laughs> yeah that's right yeah that was great well Texting the best part driving. was you would see the cedric like leaving base at like 2 p.m and you're like good on blade he's just he don't want to sit around squadron he's out he's gone yeah like, he's he's gone that, but <laughs> the, cedric, yeah. the cedric was a low rider the cedric was the cedric was comfortable yeah, it looked good. Yeah, it, looked, it was a sweet ride. You'd always see Well, it I like... had the nice Honda until the maintenance guy totaled it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. Into you? That was with a, was, was it with a jammer? It was, it like. With the Bobcat. They were like, <laughs> uh, who drives the Honda Civic? And I was like, you know, uh, well, we had an incident up there. Uh, one of the maintainers We have impaled your Civic like, with, oh, a, with a Mark 82. Oh. <laughs> Come out and look at this. Yeah. Uh, and it's totaled. All right. So now I'm getting the Cedric. And then I remember Mike or Bender like called me in like, 
hey, Colonel Casper's like looking for you. And then there was a picture on my desk by Vader when I was working for him as assistant training. And it was like, Cedric is a felon and somebody called into the ops group. Like Blade was on his phone. Uh, that's great. The, uh, I, I remember was, that day. Yeah, I remember uh, there was this period of time where I we were always double turning. So like flying twice every single day and blade and Roku somehow were always flying twice every day. But I was, I was chief of training. Blade was my number two. And between the two of us, we did about an hour of work each week. Uh, and I'd say I did about 59 minutes of that hour, but either way, both of us are scoffing our job. And, uh, but shaft is like, Hey, you got you, like, I get it. Sometimes you get busy you got to make sure the slides are updated for the ops group meeting. I was like, all right, for sure. So then I update the slides. Training training's one of those key functional areas that you have to be, you have to be on top of. You don't want anyone <laughs> flying in a Mar. That's what, that's what they tell you. Yeah. The, uh, so I don't keep up on it and he got super mad and I apologize for this blade, but I just, I didn't correct him because he was like, Hey, I think you're leaning on blade too much to get this work. Threw him under the bus. And <laughs> I didn't did. throw him. Yeah. I just didn't pick him up when, when shaft threw him under the bus, when he was like, I think you're leaning on blade too much. And he's oh, just not getting I it got done. I thrown under the bus a couple times in the hour. <laughs> yeah. I got run over the bus. Yeah. The bus ran over me. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was an unfortunate time. The thing that cracked me up. Remember every time we go TDY and we had to take, we somehow always had to bring a shredder and that taking that shredder up the stairs out of the building the uh, I think Baller referred to it as the Widowmaker. That was always a great experience. I uh, I always enjoyed that. You guys remember that thing? I do not. You don't? Oh man. Yeah. Vader, yeah. I've had three children since then, <laughs> and my memory, my short-term memory, gone. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> well, tell me, tell me if you remember this. I I'm betting you guys remember this. We're in Alaska. We're in that vault in the CTS, which is actually a pretty nice building, pretty nice vault. And we're all hanging out. Blade just finishes reviewing his tapes. He's about to walk over and put his tapes back in the safe. But we're all talking and walking. So Blade, just like like a lemming status, just starts following us out the door. So we are about to walk out of the man trap and, uh, and Cracker's there. And... He looks at Blade. Blade's like holding his his tapes like in his hand, and he's like, "Put that shit back!" Like, <laughs> it just cracked me up. That was one of my favorite. Oh, memories. I totally forgot. About that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Like, you were just in the zone, dude. You're like, "I got my tapes. All right, we'll be going. All right, yeah. we're going to debrief." Yeah, Cracked was like, "What the hell are you doing with that? Yeah. <laughs> Put that back!" Oh man, that was great. Those were good fights. I Cracker's love those still fights. in. Yeah. Well, actually. Yeah. What is he up to now? He's at the academy. He's in 06. Yeah. Somewhere. Oh, I think he's at the academy. He, he doesn't go by Cracker anymore. I think he's at the academy. So they made him change his call sign because it was not oh, appropriate. That's right. You know, for all audiences. Classic. Apparently. But luckily, yeah. the Air Force is, is more productive and producing more pilots now that he changed his name. So we're good. You know? Yeah. We're solving the real that. problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, oh, uh, but that, well, hey. he was a great DO. Yeah, because we were in schedule with them. But Vader, I was going to say it's it's always better to be thrown under the bus for your admin job than the tech job. So I was like, I don't want to be that guy that's like, man, he's a terrible pilot. Yeah. <laughs> or he doesn't know any GK. Like, 
oh, yeah. okay, your admin job, throw me under the bus, whatever. That's I why we had Baller to help us. He's not here talking, but he kind of helped us through the snacko also. Yeah, ball, see, Baller's organized. He was always so organized that it was like, yeah. dang, he... He gets it. He he was he was more of a grown up than I was, and he was like two years in trail of me. The uh, oh man, what was I gonna say? I don't remember. But, oh yeah, I remember. So I actually I left Misawa and I went to McIntyre, and then I had this interaction with one of the pilots there. It was just like a weird vibe. So I was like, hey, uh, is there any issues? Anything going on? And he's like, yeah, I just heard you scoff your ground job, and all you care about is tactics. And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, yep. Like, I'm not even going <laughs> to pretend that's not the case. And, uh, and but it was good. We but had, is it McIntyre guard? Yeah, but yeah. he he just, he got, he kind of got pre-briefed like, hey, Vader doesn't care about the admin. And sure enough, they were exactly right. Like, that was a very accurate <laughs> thing. And uh, surprised so, I hired you. Yeah, well, they, did, they didn't hire me, yeah. But they, uh, little did they know, all they wanted to do was fly airplanes. Oh, man. God. Bender's probably a lieutenant colonel by now, aren't you? Yeah, when are you putting it on? Yeah, well, in the reserves, it's seven years from your major pin-on date, so I got a couple years to Oof. go. Yeah, that slows you down. Is it true that they won't promote you unless there's a billet to fill? Uh, that's correct, but if you're a TR, there's so many, at least in the pilot side, there's so many billets that that's not a problem. If you're an AGR, that's a problem in my unit. There's not enough 05 AGR spots. So okay. they only have two, and there's a bunch of people. Yeah, that's probably a big thing at Columbus, right? Like, people are yeah. just well, and it just totally kills more. It just kills morale because these dudes are humping it, you know, and then they're just like told not they're not getting promoted because there's no yeah. billet. <laughs> so guess, yeah. guess guess now how many meet IP lines there are. Yeah, yeah. How is that going? What's uh What's it like? I mean, are Fapes just like trip turning six days a week? We're just in a, uh, you know, it's just a, a weird cyclic time with with the people's commitments expiring and not re-upping. Um, I don't know. It's kind of both ends, right? Like the lowest, was it was it the Army or the Academy had like the lowest, except or the lowest uh, people join the service, join the Academy or like recruit for the Academy? Yeah. I saw Army had the lowest like acceptance and yeah, last year. That's why they just had that new thing for bonuses for the army. That's crazy. Just, just to, to go to the, the academy? Army? Yeah. Jeez. Dang. I don't know. What do you think that is? Do you I mean it's not like they but know that the organizations I mean, are busted. All right. <laughs> it's things that I don't want to say. Rosen yeah. Rogers is not going to say anything to incriminate myself. But, exactly. but you think about it. Think about it this way, though. Like when we were all joining, we didn't realize, we didn't understand all the stuff that we know now about the organization. Hey, like, had, why? You, had you slipped that paper in front of me when I was in RTC? So here you go. Sign for uh, 20 years. I'd have been like, oh, yeah, I mean, let's do this. 20 years away. You, you would have had me. Yeah, same. I mean, we all signed with, with no hesitation a 10 year commitment. You know, would 12 years yeah. have changed any of our minds? I'm just, I'm no, surprised no. because you look at these kids and you're like, all right, they're 18, 19 years old. They don't want to go to the academy. At this point, it's almost like, it's just like a, it's a shift in the generations. Like they just, they're not down, you know, oh, they're, yeah. they're more focused on yeah, God knows what than uh, they wanted to go to West Point and the Air Force Academy. And I wonder if uh, 
like Annapolis is having the same problem. Well, with how expensive schools get in these days, I'm like, man, maybe the academy for my children won't be that bad <laughs> after yeah. all. Well, I was talking I'm about pushing my, pretty hard on my kids. Yeah, <laughs> was, my niece, like my sister, both of her daughters, uh, one of them wants to be a doctor and the other one wants to be a commercial pilot. And I was like, honestly, the cheapest way to become to get the hours and all the requirements to be a commercial pilot is the Air Force. Like they're going to pay you to just fly airplanes and then you just leave when you want, like once your commitment's up uh, and the other one wants to be a doctor. And I was like, they'll pay you to go to med school. Like, you know, you can, you can do whatever you want. But so, but again, she's like, she's again, she's a young kid. She's like 17 or something. So she's like, Oh, I don't want to go to war. And I'm like, you're going to be a doctor. You're not going to war. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but, but they all, they all think they're going to be that's like, the, that's the cultural know. shift. That's the cultural shift that we, that's the problem. Yeah. You know, we have, we have very, uh, what's the word? Help me out with the word. Um, you know, they want to, everyone wants everything for themselves now and no one's willing to. Yep. Oh, oh. fell off. Yeah. Just refresh. That was, was going to be a deep thought. I That's was right. really ready for that. See, one. that was like air force cyber ops was like, and delete. So hopefully <laughs> Roku comes back. Uh, hopefully he actually records because that's uh, I've seen that before. If you close the screen, it uh, it ends your recording, and so Riverside just stops. We'll have his audio on the Rodcaster, um, but yeah, we'll see what happens with Roku. Son, maybe his phone, uh, maybe his phone died. But yeah, I think I think it's some of that. It's a little bit of entitlement. I mean, I uh, I've randomly had you fell out. What were you saying, Roku? Kodak. Yeah, Roku, you're back. <laughs> Dude, I've been I've been frozen for the last twenty minutes. I couldn't even see you guys. Oh yeah, but you Dude, were. That reminded me of like the AOS where we're like, wait, Roku went. Uh, he's like Nordo. What happened? He's over there racehorse. Yeah. You, <laughs> oh yeah. You remember when Flex did that? I forgot where we were flying, but Flex was just like calm out for for like an hour. We like had somebody rejoin. He just turned his radios down because he got tired of listening to us talk. I was like, all right, Flex, <laughs> fine. Hurt my feelings. <laughs> so that's, what were you saying roku sad. you were you were talking about how kids these days are entitled i think yeah yeah i mean it's if you think long term like a hundred year plan like it's not good that we have a society that's not willing to go to war and fight for their country and the freedoms you know yeah I've, I've talked to some fighter pilots now like majors that are like well i can understand why someone wouldn't you know like fight for their country and i was like you you understand that's like your job. Like, were you just going to defect? Are you going to go AWOL if stuff goes down? Like, I think some well, le- but you also volunteered to join. It's a volunteer yeah. service. Yeah, remember. But I think some people like wearing the bag, like being a fighter pilot. But when it's time to do fighter pilot stuff, they're like, "Oh no, I'm not. I'm not trying to do that." You know? But yeah. I don't know. That's like literally the only reason I'm still around. Like, just let me do that stuff. Like, please. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to be here. If it kicks off, I want to go. You know, like, that's right. Bender's going to be on the leading edge. Yeah, Bender, you uh, you going to be on that leading maybe edge? Not, maybe not the lead. <laughs> yeah. Not the one where eighty percent of them aren't coming back. Yeah, well, no, fourth be like third wave. Uh, that's that's fifth gen though. That's where that's where yeah, fifth, fifth gen's gen. No, fifth gen's in trail. Fourth yeah. gen's on the leading edge. <laughs> My oh, first gosh. red flag was I went to a red flag where it was the F thirty five's first red flag. So it was like a huge PA event. Like they had cameras everywhere. Uh-huh. And the mission commander got up, F-35 guy. And he like briefed the how we we're going to flow into the strike our targets or whatever. 
and he he was like we gave all the deep penetration so speak targets to the f-16s and the strike eagles and we took the ones on the whatever the far east side of the airspace and we're like the safer Why? side and he was yeah. like we are way more survivable if there's fourth gen like out in front of us getting killed we are i'm like yeah no yeah. crap like uh, uh, it was, I was like, we. This is gonna take a couple of years, but that mind shift has got to, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> got to change that. Well, you think the PR event? So after they can say like we lost no F-35s in this entire red flag, yeah. and it's just like these it's the bodies of F-16s are just yeah. like strewn about. <laughs> the twelve ship of seed is just seven of them didn't come Maybe back. one's just having yeah. a day. Maybe one's just tapping <laughs> people. Yeah. Well, that was. Uh, I think it was Blade and I actually. It might have been my mission commander upgrade in Guam. And uh, I think Blade was like the seed, uh, like four ship flight lead in like one of the lanes, and I was in the other lane. And we're no joke. Was that with Eilson Mig? Eilson yeah, Mig yeah. One? And they were out yeah. there, and uh, but literally we're going, and the C models are out there. And uh, I hesitate to say this because I'm a C model guy now. So they had they had every reason to do this, but uh, definitely hung us out to dry. But they're like, we see them in the cons committing into red air and we hear them say bonsai and then as we like rejoin on like the f2s and the b52 we just see like all the cons like turn around and we like <laughs> see our escort passing us and it's like oh gosh do you remember that blade yeah. uh, like wait a minute we yeah. turn around butch was like we didn't put pen to paper like oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Pen to paper. oh yeah they oh i remember that i remember that they he was just he was on fire that day just, just yeah Vader what are we doing we're two meetings behind we're two meetings behind Vader what are we doing definitely I my me three CPC squared game was not strong that day but the uh, but yeah the the worst part was he even told me put where's pen the to paper. card let me yeah. see the column card where's the column card oh yeah. He told me, put pen to paper. I put pen to paper, and he was like, we never put pen to paper today. And I was like, I literally <laughs> did exactly that. But they just nobody wanted to hear it. Everybody was, like, trying to speak in, like, nebulous terms, and I didn't do a good enough job of, like, holding their feet to the fire. Like, you will be exactly here. Any questions Dude, about that? I tried to do my flight leads for to Malaysia. Do you remember that mess? <laughs> they're trying to coordinate with all these people that just don't even know what I'm talking. They don't even know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> it's the most dangerous sword you ever flown. I'm out there in that airspace. People are just flying all over the place. It was shaft was like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> <laughs> the uh, well, and in like a bird sanctuary, that place had more birds than any anywhere else on the planet. Yeah, we hit. <sighs> I think we, should, we hit like average four bird strikes a day. Well, the first day, I remember. I forgot who I was flying with. I think it was Bolo. The first day. We take off into a thunderstorm and then land in a rainstorm <laughs> and I hit a bird and we had seven of 10 airplanes had bird strikes the first day. And I was like, <laughs> well, we're attriting the enemy pretty good right now. So the, I almost hit a, one of those like monitor lizards on rollout. I like lowered the nose and there's like a lizard just like trucking across like perpendicular to the runway. And I was like, sure. Yeah. Why not? A f six foot long yeah. giant enemy, enemy lizard. So enemy remote control lizard. That's right. That wasn't the time. Yeah, the DD DDF was it when we were like, wait, <laughs> yeah. speed speed sitting the yeah. DDO. Yeah. There's, there's no air conditioner in this thing. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh man, that's what uh, Drago would always tell the story about. He was like super hungover. I got being sick the... there too. I got food poisoning that night. Oh, that, that place sucked. Yeah. Do the shawarma though. That shawarma in uh, what was that Georgetown? That was good. Yeah. I'm gonna throw up. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> the shawarma was good. Oh, Actually, yeah. the food was awesome there. We had good food. Yeah. I don't know what you got sick from. Sorry about your you know, yeah. stomach issues. It was one of those like box lunches they brought. Dude, I don't know. I was just, I just uh, remember being, being down. Yeah. We went jet skiing and the water was like a bathtub. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that beach that, was nasty. That was warm, and I got sunburned. Oh. Gosh, I tried to do everything not to get sunburned, but I knew, like, the minute we touched that beach, I was like, I'm so burned. This is just—it's <laughs> a foregone conclusion. That's um, when we had to take the, like the, the port to get to work. Yeah, how how dumb was that? <laughs> we took in flight suits. Yeah. Well, yeah. were you guys with me that time that the one bus driver? like deviated and the entire train of buses went one way. And then that one bus just went on the ferry to cross the river and just a bunch of people surrounded the car while we were crossing. Yeah. It was like, sure, totally. Why we, oh, this is normal, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. He even turned the car off and it was like 90 some degrees. We're just sweating. <laughs> gosh, that was bad. It's not like you look like a local or anything. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> We had some good trips. I mean, they were they were ridiculous, but it was there were some good experiences. Yeah, you missed Singapore. Yeah, I missed the best one. Yeah, that's right. Which oh man, again that was uh, I appreciated Bender. Bender was like, yeah, if you don't want to go to Singapore, don't go to Singapore. Turns out he never told Shaft until like twenty four hours prior, and the Shaft was like, "What's Vader doing?" He's like, "Oh yeah, he's not going." Like, oh okay, I guess. <laughs> I don't remember that happening. That yeah, way, I also remember. <laughs> Probably did. Remember when we went to Malaysia? We like stopped in Yakota for tw- like forty eight hours and then that, went to Alaska. That was, that was such a, a mess. Oh, we didn't have tankers. Yeah, we didn't have tankers. Oh, no. So done. Remember, remember when the fifteens tagged along and then they took all our gas and then we had to stop anyway. Yeah, yeah. On our way back. <laughs> on the way back. The way back. We turned around and went Malaysia like straight back to Alaska. Yeah, and then yeah. we stopped in Yakota for two days and then again. I think I may have been AWOL. Because I was like, Bender, I'm just going to run up to uh, Masawa, go see Ali real quick before we keep going. And then uh, I get, it's like, hey, where are you? I'm like, oh, I'm in, I'm in uh, Masawa. Like, why? <laughs> no, well, I was with you in Masawa, so I'm pretty sure I gave you top cover for that. Oh, yeah. Well, I appreciate I thought, that. Yeah, I think I went home too. Yeah. I don't, it was pretty chaotic. But we all made it to Alaska in time. It was totally Yeah, fun. and I mean, turns out, I mean, one, we're grownups. And two, we're going to be gone yeah. for like two and a half, almost three months. Like, yeah. Give us the give us the twenty four hours to go at least get some brownie points so our wives don't completely hate us. Yeah, at least it wasn't COVID then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gosh, that's dude, talking to some people, it's just wild. They I was talking to one dude, he was uh he was deployed uh doing like Iraq Syria stuff, and they were like, We're closing down all the common spaces, we're closing down the gym. And uh I guess the squadron commander wow. like went to the base commander and was like if you close this down, this, the fighter pilots are going to, like, revolt. They're going to, like, overthrow the base because they are losing it right now. Like, if you close the gym down. Because they, they literally fly in combat missions, turn around, and then just, like, doing BS. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a lot of people get stuck in. One of our guys, Bambi, he had an interview with Delta on a certain date. COVID hit, so they extended him, like, I think it was like two and a half, almost three months, like just sitting there doing nothing. They weren't even flying. They were just waiting. They couldn't get, like the Air Force wouldn't take the risk of bringing them home. So, but the replacements had already gotten there. So they're just like sitting there. And this is his Delta interview. Oh, man. Uh, 
he's there now, but like, you know, that's like a year and a half extension on his timeline. Like he was, that's frustrating. It was a f- cluster. Yeah. That, that's wild. Wild time. Wild couple of years. Well, they had at the, uh, at the B course at Holloman, they had students move out of their own homes and share a house because both of their wives were nurses so they're like, okay, if you want to keep flying and like keep progressing in the B course, you have to move out of your house. So the two dudes live together and the two wives live together while they're in the B course. And it's like, <laughs> what? How do you, yeah, how do you even make them do that? That's Maybe crazy. they just said like, you're either on an admin hold or move out. Like, or maybe the students came up with the idea. But when I heard that, I was like, this is insane. And we had an instructor pilot who was living with his wife, who was a nurse and he kept flying. And you're like, sure. Yeah. That. He would literally yeah. show up. I mean, he had the best deal. He would show up outside the building. You would hand him his classified. He would go fly. He would come back, hand you the classified and any notes, and then he'd go home. Because he was on, like, constant ROM. All he would do was show up and fly red air. No, like, how do I sign up for that? <laughs> that sounds <laughs> a pretty good gig. Yeah. We were on one week on, one week off team ops or whatever. Oh, yeah. Which was the best deal around. So my family came out to Phoenix. I was in the F-35 TX. So my family came out to Phoenix, though there were nine of us in a two-bedroom hotel. So that was pretty (laughs) (laughs) for like two months. Uh, But I'd like go to where I'd like do a sim on a Tuesday and maybe fly on a Thursday. And then I would be off for 10 days and then do it again. Like this is the greatest work schedule. Yeah, Bender, how was it as the being the producer of that one episode? What did, what did you see? You just you watched this, but you just didn't see yourself, or did you see yourself too? But you I didn't see recording? myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just watched this, and then anything that sounded funny, I would just take. I'd write down the time. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You'd have to. I, did you see the notes? I don't know if they were helpful or not, but I didn't even see somebody, the notes. I don't even know oh, how to yeah, see the notes. I sent you a picture of the notes, but oh, okay. I don't yeah, know. The, I think it could be oh. effective. There were funny jokes. I put like a little star. I was like, this is funny. Yeah. Maybe that could be your little Well, when I was, blurb. when I was editing, cause like, did you see how Arun's audio was like kind of choppy? His video was choppy. What I found yeah. out was because it's recording like on each end, it's like a big delay. So he says something. There's like, he like, like kind of chuckles. There's this pause. He starts talking and then I'm chuckling, but like the videos match. It's just like the delay in the recording. So it makes it seem like I'm just like <laughs> out of nowhere. And I was like, gosh, that's not great. But yeah, it took like two days for Riverside to fully upload his end of the, the video. So I was kind of nervous that it wasn't going to actually all get there. Um, his in-laws need some. Yeah, refresh. they need to throttle that up. Yeah, I don't know what Colorado internet is like, but that was some bad stuff. Um, yeah. Hey, Blade, I want to see your pool. Oh yeah, dang. Okay. What was here. the uh what was the final bill on that thing? Like eighty grand? <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Dude. But worth it. See, I don't yeah, know. I, guess. I, I don't know like how people vacations do vacations right now anyways. I'm either in Wake Island or going <laughs> to next week, so I'm like, well, we gotta have something to do in the backyard. Didn't AETC turn off T D Ys? Well, I thought they did, but I'm going to safety school next week. That's cool. How, how do you? Oh, do I just have to do like my yeah. own way? I mean, yeah, you can oh, do that too. That Dang, nice. wraps around the house. That's sick. I think it's super decadent that you guys have like a 
a neighborhood pool. But you have like a pool in your neighborhood and you still have a pool at your house. I respect that. Wait, do you live in, where do you live in Marley Park? Yeah, the like, not the old Marley Park, the newer Marley Park. It's nice. Oh, the newer Marley Park. Mm. I went there one night. It was, I mean, it's sweet. Yeah, Marley Park's it's, nice. I feel like the older Marley Park better just because, like, you know, the trees are more like grown and you got a little bit more shade. This is new. And so you're just like, oh my God, it's 120 and I don't have any shade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I can't. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, been it's hot a, here. Yeah. The, I heard it's even worse than here. I, I made a terrible mistake coming back to California. This was, yeah, I want to hear worst. about your uh, electric bill there, oh, Vader. Tell us about so it. So we've been, uh, yeah. Again, when you're a kid in California, you just remember like, oh, the house is hot. Yeah, that's life. And then now I'm an adult and I actually like look at the electrical bill. Uh, yeah, I think I, I haven't looked at it since. I assume it's going to be worse uh, because we ran the AC all morning. Uh, but RAC bottoms out. This is as cold as I make my house. 80 degrees is as cold as it no. gets. Oh, yeah. It is it peak time. We run the AC up in the like high eighties and we have spent right now we're projected to spend uh, like $675 for the month in just uh, electricity and gas. And we don't really use any gas. So it's all electricity. I talked to a guy who just left Phoenix uh, and he was saying electricity here is four times more expensive than in Arizona. Um, Yeah, that checks. So like legitimately, one of my buddies told me, he said like, yeah, you know, in the summer you just have like $700 to $1,000 electric bills. And I thought like $675 for the month in just uh, electricity and gas. And we don't really use any gas. So it's all electricity. I talked to a guy who just left Phoenix uh, and he was saying electricity here is four times more expensive than in Arizona. Um, yeah, that checks. So like legitimately, I mean, one of my buddies told me, he said like, yeah, you know, in the summer you just have like 700 to $1,000 electric bills. And I th- thought he was being like hyperbolic and, uh, he was not, he was being totally legit. <laughs> this house, like, I mean, we're renting. So this house has poor insulation and a crappy air conditioner, uh, for a two story house and it just can't keep up. Yeah. So yeah, Brutal. it's, it's rough. And yeah. so. And then, yeah. It's well, plus great. you got your, what's your gas? Uh, 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 I, so is this, maybe this is just a California thing. I forgot to look anywhere else because it wasn't that big of a deal. California, if you pay with cash, uh, it's cheaper than paying with card. And uh, so yesterday I paid cash. As low as I found was five nineteen, um, And then anything above that. <laughs> Yeah, that's but that's cash. If you pay with card, it was five thirty five, and this was like a, as cheap as I could find it in town. Like I hunted for this gas station, uh, but the average is like five fifty ish. Um, so yeah, but it's it was up in the six. I paid six nineteen a couple months ago. That was the cheapest I could find. It uh, it took me three transactions or no two transactions, almost three to fill up my truck, and I was like, that's a problem. But yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't great. It's not good, but that's life out here. All right. Ben, did you do the, uh, did you do the iPug yet? Yeah, I did it a while ago. Um, you know, I'm not, I wasn't still in my initial iPug. I did not, (laughs) I wasn't any better than this one. 
maybe worse. Yeah, <laughs> it was we. So we do. They take like the iPug syllabus, and after like two months, we did. You do the first half of it is plug, and then like three months later, you do the second part is iPug or whatever. So I'm an IP on paper. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard a lot of. Uh, I've heard a lot of stuff is because you're a relatively quick IP because. Being an IPE, you know, developing, like, breaking down, like, DFPs and all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's a universal experience. But it's knowing all the ins and outs and the switchology and the hotas and all that is the part and what everything looks like. It's just, it's really hard to get that. And do, do you feel that is the same way? Like, Oh, yeah, you? definitely. Yeah, it's really frustrating because everything is, is close to the F-16, but they purposefully change the terminology and just like adjust the concepts just enough to be like we don't do fourth gen stuff we only do fifth gen stuff like so for instance actually i'm not really sure how i'm gonna classified <laughs> part of all this but just be you safe. know like i don't want to have to edit near far side side all that stuff yeah like we do the same thing but it's called something completely different and it's super complicated, and I can't for the life of me. I've read it like a thousand times, and I've even tried to instruct to it a couple of times, and it doesn't make any sense. So I'm like, just <laughs> like who you feel like you should shoot, and then just go to the side that you're on and yeah. like, shoot that guy for me. <laughs> you know, yeah, just follow your heart. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'll be directive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the end, yeah, exactly. So there's like yeah. little things like that, like tactic intercept flow target. You know, it's like beat into you as a viper guy, but they're like, nope, yeah. we're gonna do target intercept flow sometimes and then maybe we'll throw a tactic on there like maybe I'm like why why does it have to be like backwards anyway so that that part makes the ipug or made the ipug pretty frustrating like my cert ride was uh i think it was it was like 10 v i don't remember it was pretty it was like a seed ride and I think there were, we had, it was a re-blue. So we had like two black borders come from Nellis to be in it. And it was like all these really experienced guys. And my brief was just dog crap because I had no idea. Like, <laughs> just like you're saying, like the ins and outs, I could extract to a couple like little hotas things. Uh, but then we flew and we just dominated it airborne. Uh, and then of course the debrief was just kind of broish, but they're like, that brief was pretty heinous, but I've never seen, <laughs> any execution better than that at Hill Air Force Base was the feedback I got. Well, so that's like, good. you got to get in the books, but that was really good. I'm like, perfect. See, I mean, there was something about Masawa, like you were just athletes. Like every day we just go out and just be athletic and just, you know, maybe we weren't exactly 100% in the books, but man, we flew a lot and we executed a lot and we kind of, we did some tactical stuff. I remember when Roku got mad at me, um, yeah, I won't talk about that. The uh, but we were we were out there and we thought we sorted the whole picture. And Roku got mad at me because I like missed a guy. And uh, yeah, I, I respected that though. I was like, that was good. The uh, but yeah, it's I mean, talking to other people like other bases with crappy airspace. I mean, even Shaw and McIntyre yeah. like they talk about the airspace is good, and you're like, the overwater airspace is tiny, terrible. Like yeah. I I can't. I put a bullseye. I put a cap. And then I, I'm like running into red air. Like red air is, is already within like inside of my commit range in my cap while they're at the other border. You're like, this is trash. So yeah, that's frustrating. And, and then I, and Masala did such a good job of 
and I got to give credit to Blitz. Uh, but so a phase-based training where we do like a week of, we like do DCA, we like the nuts and bolts, and then we do a second week of DCA, and then we do like cap swap outs. And you get to Shaw and nobody had ever heard of a caps, you know, like, yeah, it was like one little title in their briefing guide. Like we're going to bring the Eagles in. And that was, that was like the extent of caps. Swap out. <laughs> Whereas blitz was like, it was like a whole week of just getting your, you know, yeah. Nah, well, I can't we were better, doing, but. yeah, we were doing super fronts. So we, yeah. I mean, Gordo good on him. He was like, we're going to do a 16 picks pit 16 turn like 12 or something. But I mean, again, when it was like BFM, they was like, all right, there's not much goodness here. We're just putting up 16 jets to all come back with like 3,000 pounds of gas to, you know, go back out. But when we were doing DCA escort seed with 16 jets on a regular day, it was literally an LFE just internally generated Monday through Friday. And you're like, that's crazy. Yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah, Hill does a Hill does a pretty. They do phase based, but they don't get. We don't. It's the same kind. They just don't really dig as deep as they probably could. Yeah. And the the uter is huge, but it's it's actually pretty frustrating airspace. Like the, you know, it's supposed to be the premier airspace, but the the support assets inside of it are not. They're almost not functional. And the F thirty five, the F 16s TMT. You know, their ability to, like, you can drop threats and have them radiate and, like, fight this thing. You can't do that in an F-35. It's, oh, it's well. so annoying. You need, yeah, you need real stuff out there. Yeah, well, yeah they just didn't, I like, feel... they didn't take the TMT program from the, like, why? Like, why didn't you just take what you could do with the TMT and put it in the freaking 35? But instead it came up with what was called ET. So each four ship can have a thing that they run against, only it doesn't work. And so <laughs> some days... Everybody, like some days nobody can see it. Some days like everybody's getting shot by everything. And they're just like, this is worthless. Yeah. Well, it's like when we were talking to Rain that you would think they would just like, here's our baseline. This is our baseline day one aircraft stuff. Just that's part of the the purchase. And then we go from there. Um, Blade, uh, what jets are you flying out there at Luke? Well, I was in the 310th and then... They needed some volunteers to fly with the 21st, the Taiwanese squadron. So I flew with them for about eight months, and and that's when I did the whole Pacific Island tour. We were dropping their jets off at Taiwan to change out uh, to the uh, F-16Vs, and uh, we flew them back to Tucson. So they're moving to Tucson. So the 21st isn't a thing at Luke anymore, which, I mean, even Roku and bender and all you guys that went through luke like it's definitely not the same place that it was eight years ago now it's what we got i'm in the three tenths now and they're officially done this thursday and they're becoming the 309th and so that's going to be i think yeah mike fox i think that's only going to be the last squadron like last u.s b core squadron here and the singapore squadron still here but they're leaving here soon and like you know, like six ish months to go to Arkansas. So there's like one left. Arkansas, it, that's, that's where they're. Yeah. Huh. Is it, uh, did you fly the Viper, the V? I flew the V. Yeah. So that was, that was awesome with the CDU. That was my first time ever flying a, a ESA or a CDU. And so I thought that was pretty awesome. Does it have the APG yeah, like sick. the Saber Raider? 
Yeah, I think it's like the same thing, but like slightly different. I didn't okay. know the actual like uh, specs on it, but yeah, I mean, it definitely was like eye watering. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, yeah. So and I did are that. You, when are you supposed to go to the thirty-five? November. So okay. the three tenth is uh, Viper Squadron now, and obviously it's going away. But then it's going to become a F thirty-five Squadron at Luke. So I was thinking the other day, I'm like, that would be kind of, you know, BA to fly the Viper and and then a thirty-five in the same squadron. So I'm hoping yeah. maybe that would happen that'd be legit i'm gonna have to yeah. come to you for instruction from the three one when you're done <laughs> wait I'll, I'll need to ask you questions i at least got uh some buddies here that have been flying it for a little bit that i'm like okay i'm i'm gonna need some help here because all those penguins have fallen off and granted now you know you got to restart it's a whole new thing so <laughs> you got to get baller baller's a pro baller knows. Yeah. baller's a patch he's a pro dude he should yeah. be on here talking his his yeah. tactical knowledge but yeah, pop up church today apparently yeah he's yep. uh he's wise he gets it he knows exactly what he's doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll get him next time the, well, yeah we're gonna get yeah we gotta i think drago would be great to have on next time too just uh that'd be a good time just yeah crash. we should actually do an in-person panther reunion at some point i think that'd be freaking awesome. that would be good well heck they had pretty much when they had flex and drago and torch and cracker and i mean they had a whole bunch of people in uh colorado not too long ago but um, we'll have to get more of the the bro level yeah well, then that. Left Draw, left. with you at mcintyre it was like i felt like we had cracker there and stonewall and yeah Bender. that's true that was yeah. a good and stash <laughs> yeah, for a little yeah. While, yeah i forgot stash was there too yeah, yeah. He wasn't there for very long. He did his touch and go and back to the, back to the schoolhouse. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and then now Hobo's out at like, uh, Fallon or whatever. Dude. Yeah. Like, he's basically he's top gun too, dude. I know. <laughs> he's running out of shoulders for all of his patches. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's, he's got plenty of shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he was great. He would get, he would just get so spun up and just wound up about stuff that he just cracked me up. I Especially tell people being... all the time, Hobo getting into his airplane, having to cross his arms to put the canopy down, to like fit <laughs> his shoulders inside the canopy rails. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite like visuals. Like just terrifies me if you ever if he ever has to get out of the Viper. It's like that is not gonna go well. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then Stonewall, yeah. obviously. I mean, uh, like, yeah, whatever. I'm chill. I'm laid back, and now I'm black border. Like, yeah. <laughs> air force by now <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know blade you're gonna be uh you're gonna be the probably the longest term active duty guy out of all the group i know which i i never thought that was gonna happen yeah. but yeah. Be hard. <laughs> oh yeah yeah the uh i was i just remember being hobo scribe for roll calls and just being about well, it was it was my admin job so i was terrible at it but uh that was great he'd always be like where are the notes from last time? I don't have them. I don't <laughs> I don't them. The They're somewhere up. in this building. Yeah. yeah. Well, that I, I don't think I ever actually wrote in one. I think every single time I just had like a paper plate, a cardboard box. Like it was just <laughs> something. I mean, we were in Alaska and it was, well, heck, when we got to Malaysia, 
uh, I think it was you or, or it was you or golden or someone was like, Hey, do you have like all the training stuff? And I was like, no, <laughs> like, why would I bring that? And they were like, so you can track training. And I was like, everybody's current. They're probably fine. <laughs> well, when you said that, that reminded me of roll calls and I, I will have to say I copied you. So then I was the mayor when I went to Shaw after Masawa and I was like, okay, I got to bring back the shack sack. Jack nice. Sack. Yeah, yeah, dude, everybody loved hitting the shack sack. <laughs> <laughs> the, That's funny because uh, well, Nike, that. Nike took that to Luke, I'm pretty sure. So when I went oh, to nice. the X, they had the shack sack going in the F35 squadron. Like, it's legit. Good. Well, right. I had that. I actually stole that from Blitz. So Blitz, when he <laughs> he was like, hey, when I was mayor in the 79th, which I apologize, guys, obviously. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. That was the other squadron. But, the, uh, but, yeah, when he was the mayor, he called them Lucky Dips. And then, uh, and then when I was like, well, we're not going to do that. And then obviously blade and Roku always yelling Shaq. Uh, so I was like, it's the Shaq sack. And, um, yeah, that was great. I'm glad that continued. Yep. Hey, so had anybody, this is one thing that I've always wondered. Remember how I'd always call hobo, uh, Mr. The mayor. Like, uh, I'd always, I'd always refer, refer to him as Mr. The mayor. I've heard people saying it randomly elsewhere. And I'm like, where did that come from? Like, I don't know where it, it happened and I where I heard it from, but I always enjoyed it. And I'm glad that it's like at uh, Holloman in the 8th, they'd always say Mr. The Coat. I was like, sick. I respect that. Mr. The Coat? Hmm. The Coat, because they're the black sheep. So it's like oh, a coat. Oh, the Goat. Mr. The Goat. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that did, it was good. Yeah, they had pretty good roll calls. Yeah. The roll calls of Masao were, they were legit. When I got to the gamblers, they they had a commander that they all hated. Uh, you know, obviously we're not going to name any names, but there was no. no fun to be had anywhere close to that squadron, like because they had gotten burned so many times. Uh, yeah. So it took a long time, and the traditions I brought from Masawa to the gamblers were it was like it was an awkward time basically <laughs> they're like you yeah. can't do like that you're crazy dude come on yeah i don't know, like, well the uh did you ever take any position out there like the mayor or anything or did you i didn't like in the gamblers oh okay no no i was an old old guy Just at that the, point uh, so the swag walker was the mayor i'm pretty sure or the deal yeah. the dealer that's what we call them in uh, the gamblers but i punched the guy's sandwich uh Thinking that was just the thing that all fighter squadrons did, but he was unaware right. that that was a, a game to be played and yeah. not happy about it. <laughs> so that was, that was like day three of being in the gamblers. I'm like, well, well, I think dang yeah, I wonder if you created that because then, um, static, uh, Smith, he, he brought, when he became the coat at Holloman, he actually wrote it into the squadron the standards, standards and was like, these are the these are the rules of sandwich punch, and then yep. he even went as far as these things qualify as a sandwich. <laughs> it was like yes. a hot dog is a sandwich, a burrito <laughs> is not a sandwich, and so it was like very like deliberate. Very so there was no question. Yeah, no, I, I think the three tenths did the same thing. So like, unless yeah. somebody's going to own up to it, I think Ven- Bender uh, invented the sandwich punching. Uh, yeah, I definitely accidentally spread it at Shaw. Uh, yeah. which me and the person whose pan- sandwich I punched, I'm not sure we've had a friendly conversation since then. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's forgiven me. Jeez. Uh, 
<laughs> that's holding a grudge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't run into them very often, but yeah, uh, that's pretty funny. The obviously Manchester is pretty widespread. What's yep. the, uh, there's something else we did in Masala that, ah, the Neil trap. Yeah. Neil trap. That's pretty yeah, well established. That's did you guys see that article? So it's, it looks like an old time article about like, Oh, this guy in world war two, and it's it's the origin of the Neil trap, <laughs> but the whole article itself is a, is Neil, a trap. Neil trap. And oh, it's great! You know, it's like oh, he's flying down there, and he gets like uh, he gets like uh, SA two acquisition, like uh, and his RWR. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's hilarious. And you're like, oh, it's great, and it's just like over and over and over. The entire article is just like riddled with all these Neil traps, like just waiting. You're like, oh, I love it. That's, yeah. yeah. Fighter squadrons are so good that way. They won't do a training yeah. job or any of the other creepy stuff, but they will That's produce right. the best social products that there are. Yeah, well, it's like the internet. The internet could be so amazing, but what does it do? It just makes memes and, like, cat videos and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I'm not even mad. You know, I love yeah. memes. So the same thing in a fighter squadron. There's a lot of energy spent in the wrong areas, but, man, there's some good stuff that comes yeah, out of great. it. Yeah, uh, Oh man. Well, heck I'm going to let you guys go. Cause I, uh, I hear a lot of noise out there, so that's going to get me in trouble probably, but, uh, this was good. We're going to do another one of these in a couple weeks. Yeah. This has got to be the test run. You're going to have a heck of a time editing this one. Yeah. yeah. This is, uh, yeah. Roku never made it back. I but, kept uh, a PG, so it's fine. Yeah. yeah. You did good. That's I like the abbreviations for your curses. That was yep. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I have a sailor's mouth over here, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, just just know that I'm going to be stealing some of those uh, shacks, that uh, audio, and I'm going to be using that in the future. So that's, uh, yeah, that was... Kodiak Shack LLC now owns that. Uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, thanks for coming on the show, guys. I'll, uh, I'm will i going to stop the recording in a second. Thanks, everybody, right. for listening. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for And, uh, oh, before we get going, just to do all the admin, uh, please uh, email me at vader at kodiakshack.com or check out the website kodiakshack.com. Also, uh, we have no donations now, so please, you'll see in the show notes as well as our website, uh, you can donate to Kodiak Shack. Uh, just help us keep the podcast going. Uh, thanks, dudes. See you. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.